All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to my uh, new program. I have another guest, um, and y'all are watching your journey. So if everybody who's following me, share, click, and subscribe um, to this channel. And I thank y'all for supporting and listening to this channel and uh, subscribing and sharing and all the other good stuff. But today, uh, well, tonight I have another guest. Um, he's probably well-known, but y'all, a lot of y'all probably have not heard him. I know you heard Raven Simone, so he is Raven Simone's father. Uh, Christopher Pierman. He does a lot of things for the community. He's a real guy. He's real down to earth. And I know y'all don't really hear about the media because he's not doing nothing crazy and stupid. <laughs> he actually doing things positive. And I'll, I'll bring him to the platform to talk and for him to share a little bit by himself and the story. And um, also, um, we know we're going to get ready to start. And uh, Christopher Pierman, will you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, my name is Christopher B. Pierman, and um, like you said, I am the father of uh, Raven Simone, Lil Ray, and uh, I constructed that career uh, since she was six months old, and uh, I'm an author, motivational speaker, director, producer, writer, and uh, physical trainer. There you go, man. There you go. Just trying to give back some love. Just trying to have people evolve as I evolve myself. All right. You're doing good. Um, I know a lot of people don't know the back probably heard or haven't heard the backstory. Now I'm curious, you know, when you're a fan of of well when people have a fan of of so we used to be fan of like certain TV shows for as the copy goes, uh, and everything like that. Can you give a little back story about how your daughter got into the Cosby show? Well, we were living in Atlanta at the time. And uh, when she was a baby, we had her modeling because everybody wanted to uh, thought that she should be in the business when she was just a baby in the crib. And because she was a cutie pie. And, you know, we would hear that from everybody. And I'm sure everybody hear that about their children. And so we said, well, you know what? Uh, this may be a sign. So we'll take it to the number one agency in Atlanta. If they sign her, then we'll figure the sign. We would we would call we would call that sign in, right? And 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 make it so. So we went to the top agency in Atlanta at the time, which was the Lejeune's agency, and they signed her on the spot, Andrew. And uh, and so she was getting all of those little ads in the Sunday paper and this and that. It was so exciting because um, being somewhat uh, newbie in that business, it was for the family and everybody. It was just so exciting to see little baby in the Sunday paper and the magazines and so forth. And so that went on. And when she came two years old, our favorite show to her mother was the Cosby show. And uh, one day we were in the living room watching and she turned around and said, daddy, I can do what Rudy can do. I want to be on the Cosby show. And um, so, I mean, we were young. I was young. And I was like, well, I believe if he ever sees you, he'll put you on that show. Um, long story short, we sold everything we had and drove to New York and gave ourselves a year to see if we could find him. And uh, she signed with the Ford agency by, by not luck, but thank God it did happen. And um, 11 and give ourselves a year and 11 and a half months later, right before it's time to go home, um, she went up for an, an audition for Ghost Dad. If you remember that movie starring Bill Cosby directed by Sidney Poitier. 
And um, she didn't get that. But as we were leaving, they said, would you like to meet Bill Cosby, the cast and Ace and It was like, oh, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and then we went the next day. He met her and uh, put her on the show, dude. Put her on the show. And uh, we continued to dream. And uh, here we are 30 years later. That's the way it is, man. From there, television, Broadway, music. Uh, we did everything, and she has done everything in this business. And uh, she now is directing her own show, executive producing her own show. And so as a parent, uh, along with her mother, you know, that was our dream uh, for her uh, to be that which she is today. And, and so that, that dream came true. That's, that's a good story. Happy oh. ending. Yeah, it well, is. it's not an ending. It's not an ending. I hate to put that word out there. Yeah, so but uh, it's still moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, that's good. And the thing about that, I noticed is that uh, there's another show called S.R. Raven, and um, mm-hmm. from Orlando Brown's perspective, but from he said, you know, I don't know how he's doing that, but I know he was, you know, dealing some some uh, you no know, drug issues and you no know, things of that nature. So I hope he's better. I don't know what happened to him after a while. But um, he did say some good things about you. He said it went for youth. That would be uh, that's our Raven show. Um, what is your side of the story about? Uh, from what he said, you know, um, he said you know that you helped get that show, you know, get that show pushed when well, they didn't want to put it on. Uh, you know what, man? Hey, listen. Let's just let's just <laughs> say that I uh, thank God. You know, the show was on. Um, you know, I directed the video that launched it. And, uh, you know, I directed the show, too. So, you know, it's all good, man. It's just all good. I love Orlando. Yeah, I do, too. But I know you did all that. I know you directed that show. So that's that's new information to my ears. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you said you have get it. That's why I said I, I thought that was amazing. Um, that he, he gave a lot of, he gave a lot of, had a lot of respect for you uh, concerning that issue. So. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was an interesting journey. You know, when it first started, it wasn't, it wasn't, she was not the lead of that show. It was called Absolutely Psychic. And then it changed over to that. So Raven, she was the second, then she became the lead. So uh, it's interesting transformation, how things turned out. But yeah, I was very much involved because that was her shot. And uh, I would have done anything to make sure that that was successful, you know. And it was, so we're, we're happy with that. All right, now let's speed up to later when I kind of saw you. Um, you know, some you know dealing with your daughter. We don't want to go into that story, but it's how I got ran into you. You know, before I reached out to you. Um, but anyway, you had a um, a dream so big thing where you was um, helping um, you know uh, homeless people. So um, how did you start that? You know, you had people donating, and then that's you know I knew you from that start. You know, yeah, yeah. I had a, um, I had a, uh, a dream so big visa card, man, where I would uh, get people from my friends on Facebook that would purchase the card. Uh, I didn't profit from it, um, and if they put twenty five dollars on it, and I would go out into into the night and film. Uh, the homeless people, giving them the money, having them, you know, having that direct contact with them saying thank you to their donor, 
no middleman. It's just thank you, you know. And uh, and I would film their story, why they're there, how they're doing, and so forth like that. You know, uh, homelessness is is becoming uh, an epidemic in this country. It's crazy. It's crazy every year, more and more and more, because of the weather and all of that. Man, people losing homes. Where are they going? A lot of people are just living from one check to the next. So when a disaster comes through or something like that, they're gone. Now the news cycle is quick. You know, they're going to the next thing. But those thousands of people that were displaced, they're still displaced. Even still today, I hear that people from Katrina are still displaced. That was quite a few years ago. So, you know, I think it's something that we need to uh, really take a look at. I'm doing that now with our, our veteran villages, our tiny houses for our veterans homeless veterans and uh, I'm looking to create these tiny home villages in Atlanta starting off in Atlanta and uh, giving them a place that's something special uh, and getting them off the street no veteran who went into sacrifice their life for us should ever feel uh, the cold streets uh, and sleep on them it just doesn't make any sense to me these are our true heroes and they should be treated as such, which we are doing. We're not reinventing the wheel, the wheel or anything. Uh, John Bon Jovi is doing it. He's built, you know, several homes and, and so forth. And we're just getting in on that. I got a group of concerned citizens that uh, I built up, just thought about it three weeks ago, and it's building so, you know, crazy. People really getting involved. And, you know, I just feel as though I just love giving back. Um, had a very nice life, and uh, I just want to be able to share my experiences and my love with others. That's all. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glad you're doing it because I I'll, I'll watch it on YouTube, and they say it uh, that you know some states uh, the amount of money that they get paid you can make it in some mm-hmm. states and not others. Because that was one guy was I saw I think it was on YouTube. He was saying even though he make eighteen or twenty dollars an hour, the cost of living is so high in California, he's still homeless. Now, twenty dollars an hour in Texas and Louisiana, you can make it. Absolutely. Being single, but it's sad Absolutely. that twenty dollars an hour is not even money. Really, fifteen dollars an hour is not any money anymore. It's really basically minimum wage because the cost of living is so high, so high and outrageous. And yeah. it's and it's sad. And I think it's, most is about greed in our society. Mostly, it is about greed. You know, we have this, we have this capitalistic. Uh, mentality which is cool you know but if you hurt the people that you're getting money from through lack of health services they can't afford their homes whatever then how good is capitalism if you think about it you don't have a market now (laughs) you won't have a market man you know i go into grocery stores now and everything is automated before i used growing up man they had everybody at the in the line and cashiers and baggers and so forth and these were jobs, man, jobs in the in the community, in the neighborhood. And now they want to get rid of that so that they can make more money. And I don't understand the thinking about all of this, you know. I, I really don't. And I think our world is getting to a point now. It's getting totally out of control. And uh, and so it's important for us then to concentrate on on those little things uh, that are are important, you know, looking out for each other, looking out for our neighbors and, and creating jobs, you know, and, and teaching our young people about entrepreneurship as opposed to just consumerism, you know, and uh, developing a program now for our HCBUs uh, 
um, about having these students come out with the entrepreneurial mindset as opposed to just the consumer mindset. Yes, I agree. I also think what's hurting the, um, hurting is the technology, self-checkout lines and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's good, my, I, I, it's good, but it's kind of bad. I like to step out checkout line because you can't check out without, you know, uh, people mishandling your food and stuff like that. But, um, but at the same time, it's also taking away jobs. Taking away a lot of jobs, man, just so the company can make a lot of money. But you're not thinking about that college kid that needs a part-time job, you know? You don't, you don't think about that that mother, that single mother who has that child that probably didn't go to college and looking to be able to, you know, have some money coming into the household. Those old jobs like that help. So if you take those jobs away, then what's left? What's going to be left? When if we all go automated, which they really want to go, you think they're so smart when they're doing that too. And for me, they're dumb as hell. But you want to go automated, then if you do that, then where are the people? Where are the people going to be getting making money? Where the where are their jobs going to come from? Uh, and so the neighborhoods go down, the houses go down. They can't afford the house, can't afford the apartments. What do we have at the end of the day? So we're not really really forward thinking, and. Um, and that and that's a problem. That's a problem that we're going to face in the next ten, fifteen years. Significant change is going to happen. It's not. I don't believe it's going to be too cool. I don't either. I got to be some. I got to be some serious change. Um, I don't. I don't. Man, I think. Um, you know, for a lot of people, it's going to get to the point where you you either the. Um, I, I don't know. It's because to me, everything is it's a, it's, it's a circle. I, mean, I don't mm-hmm. understand. Why people don't understand um, the circle of exchange. If mm. you don't have nobody making money, who go buy from you? There you go. There you go. That's exactly what I was saying. And so when you when you want to promote and be pro-capitalist, but if you don't have a market to sell to, then then what is the capitalism? You know, I'm I'm, I'm confused about that. Now, I do understand there's a reason. You are right about it being a circle. It's all cyclical, you know what I mean? And it's all uh, about reciprocity. And we're, we're, we're forgetting these particular principles. Um, uh, and that's out of greed, more, more, more. I mean, come on, man. If you have seven or eight people that got trillions and trillions of dollars, man, they can't even spend that in a lifetime or all their children's lifetime. They just want to hoard and hoard and hoard. And uh, and then the people that are up under them, you know, they just suffer and suffer and suffer. Now, with all that money, they're not improving the food supply. They're not improving the water supply. I mean, clearly. Um, and and they're not even making health care more available when they have the money to do it. It's so funny that every day when I look on at CNN, Drew, it's, and they say, oh, Bernie Sanders, I got a $187 million plan to for this or another one to say, I got a $200 million plan for this. And as soon as we say, Hey, can we get a hundred thousand for the inner school and books? You know, we can't seem to find that money. We can't, they can't seem to find the money for things that really mean the most. And so to me, it's just straight up a lie. And, uh, and we, as, as the public change would occur if the people in the public would say, enough is enough. Well, we ain't going to do it, or we're not going to pay these taxes, or we're not going to do this. If we all stood in, in as a cohesive group to say no more, it would stop. 
but they bet on the fact that that's not going to happen and it's proven to be true. We don't do that. And so it will continue. And I think once they start realizing that they're not getting that money like they should be getting, I think it would change kind of too. Only reason they won't be getting that money because they're killing the market. You know, they're killing the civilians, man. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think I think one way or another, it probably going to have to come to a, a close because if I mean, what's the point of working if you if you're gonna be homeless? Um, and and yeah. sooner or later, people will give up because I mean, you're pushing people out and pushing people away. Uh, if you're not lying, I mean, to the point where the person, I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, make an honest living." And it used to be good; you can make it out forty hours. Now you can't make it out forty hours anymore. You want people to go to work, but what's the pur- purpose of working if the money that you're making is not going to support you for food and shelter? Go. Oh, it gets a point. Get pointless. Uh, it's a good point. Now, now, then you have to depend on, well, look, this is a basic need, man. Basic need to eat, to feed, to, to be clothed, to have shelter, you know, to live some sort of life, you know, I mean, without much suffering. But there's so much wealth and so much resources that we do have, and we're cutting it off from the people. And I just don't understand that, you know, we... They want to cut off now. They want to cut off food stamps. They they have their reasons for doing that. They they've cut regulations where they want to dump the toxic toxins of coal into our waterways. They're cutting the regulations off of that. Also, our water's are polluted. The food, you know, I just saw today that uh, the doctors are saying the FDA needs to put a, a warning label on cheese that that it causes cancer. Man, that's like a cigarette, man. You got the same thing like a cigarette. I can't eat the cheese stick. Damn. You know, so, you know, we, 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 have, we have serious issues in our society today. And I understand it. I've been there on both levels. And I understand and see that it's not about this material um, bling and all of that that we're so focused on. That's not what it's about. And until we get our focus off of material things and back to what our true nature is, what our true understanding of our connection to the earth and to each other, until we get back to that point, it's going to continuously slide. And I'll tell you why, to be honest with you, there is a reason why it's going this way. To some, they may reject it. Hey, it is what it is, but it's been going on for millennials. We're leaving the Piscean age, going into the Aquarian age. And this is a circle. Pisces, Gemini, whatever. The Mayans knew it. The Egyptians knew it. Ancient man knew it. The reason they looked into the heavens is because they were mapping the stars and seeing what it did because it showed that there was a connection between the two as above, so below. So we're leaving one age going into another. And throughout history, every time that we we have moved into another age, there's been great conflict and, and great uprisings and, and so forth like that. The age of Pisces was the age of secrets. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's about secrets. Everybody got this, this, this. The age of Aquarius is the only one that has a man that that's pouring out water. That pouring out water is pouring out information. If you notice, there are a lot of people being exposed now, isn't it? 
you, you, you yes. know, there's a lot of things being exposed now, especially because of the internet. You know, Bill Cosby's in jail. I was like, what? You know, all these people that you at one time thought you would never hear this stuff. It's not like this is the first time that stuff happened. It's always happened, but it was always held in secret. But so many things now are being revealed because of the reason we're going into this age. So the bad side is we are going to go through the profound um, um, problems, right? And crises and, and so forth. But the positive thing is it will equal out as it always does. It will level out as it always does. And we're getting closer and closer to that golden age, uh, which won't be in our lifetime, but I'm saying we've, we're moving towards that positive, which is the golden age, when during that time, that's when Egypt was at its height. And it also puts us closer to the Milky Way. And so, so it's deep. So the good thing is it will change. And um, nothing ever, but this too shall pass. But we're going to go through some hard times as we go through and let people do their due diligence and check it out and they'll see, you know, what I'm talking about is true. I'm yeah. sorry to get Oh, no, no, no. You have to, um, you have to talk about what things, everything has a connection. That's right. Um, Absolutely. In, in life. And, um, Absolutely. And I Everything is connected. Everybody don't understand why things happen for a reason. You just uh, giving a deeper uh, meaning and understanding of what's going on and uh, mm-hmm. understanding that there is a process that's, uh, mm-hmm that's going on because a lot of people think mm. oh well you know a lot of people think things just happen just because and and you just letting them know there's a reason for everything and mm. unless you, you know study and understand certain things you will understand <laughs> you'll think everything is just 100 percent unfair uh when everything's happened for a reason so um if there's a reason you necessarily can't say it's unfair because um everything has its purpose in the time um in life everything has its season you know, and even going through the ages, ages is just like a season. You know, we have our winter and we have our spring, we have our fall and, you know, we have our summer solstice and our winter solstice, when the time to plant and when the time to harvest. And so, you know, that's what I mean by as we get back to understanding our connectedness to the world and to each other, that's what we've, we've lost. And so by losing that, people have lost their, their how can I say, their understanding. Um, and they lose their faith. They lose their, you know, like, what's going on? They're crazy. They don't understand because they've taken the inner technology. They've taken your mind off of your inner technology and has uh, placed it upon this outer technology, our cell phones, this and that, GPS and all of that. And disconnected us from that which God has gave us that no technology can match. Um, and so then we feel like, oh, my God, we're out of control. This chaos and this and this and that. When global warming has always happened in our Earth's past. You know what I'm saying? And will always happen in our Earth's future. Uh, it's seasons. It's cyclical, you know, if that's the right word to say. And... Um, uh, and once we start to understand that we're we're all connected and there's a reason for this season, you know, we would feel better and we would move towards a more positive uh, future quicker if that understanding understanding would take place in us all together. Yep, that is true. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I also noticed that you've been uh, posting up other things for us. Uh, you know, you get into a lot of political issues as well. And um, uh-huh, right. so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you speak your voice. <laughs> Why you, you got to go there? Why you got to go there? It's funny. The way you, okay. you, you tell the truth, but you do it, you do it in the, uh, you know, very, yeah. you know, very, 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 you know, uh, funny way. I mean, you, you speak true, but sometimes kind of funny. And so right. uh, I know she get involved into a lot of okay, everything, politics, almost and everything. So you post mm-hmm. stuff up, and you know, you, it's mostly really current events. I guess to say more current event. You keep up with stuff that goes on, and you and you put your spin and take on on the situations, um, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, for instance, talking about the honeybees, um, how important the honeybees oh. are. And, Dude, uh, listen, listen, man. If the honeybees go, if the bees go, we go. See, if the bees go, we go. The bees pollinate the food, dude. Right? And 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 their migration or their level of living, the way they live, they live off of um, um what is this? What is that? That it's the it's the frequency of the earth that let lets them go where they need to go. So when we have these cell phones and these and these cell towers putting out these other type frequencies, it knocks them off. And not only them, it knocks off the migration of birds. And now they're going to go to 5G, which is going to double it. It's going to double this problem. They already know all the bees are 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 going, they're, you know, they're, they're becoming extinct or whatever the case may be. We just laugh it off, you know, because, okay, we got a game coming on or whatever. Listen, if the bees go, we go. And now we're coming up with 5G, which is going to emit uh, much more uh, damaging frequencies. And uh, so, yeah, that's pretty dismal, brother. Pretty dismal, man. Pretty dismal. Sad. Sad. It is. Um, I've I've learned uh, a lot of things. Uh, you know, several things in life, and when things like you know, like things we're doing with like uh, spirituality and things of that nature, I'm under mm-hmm. a, um, a, you know, a spiritual leader and more like a father figure also as well, which he mm-hmm. is. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's Paul Rafu. He has a YouTube channel called. Uh, you know, Paul Food, and also we have a, uh, another channel called, um, let's see, Follow Intuition, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it gives, uh, Follow Intuition is more of a spiritual, more spiritual, uh, uh, you know, more deep in spirituality, um, and he got two YouTube channels, and I also share them both of the channels, too, you can follow both of the YouTube channels as well, but mm-hmm. um, he teaches us to study everything, study the world, study life, Mm. Study history, study everything. Everything is connected, and everything is spiritual. Mm. And so he teaches us to study these things, and um, and that's you know, and you know, everything around. I, I try to be you know thoughtful, mindful of, and under, have some under, a little understanding. It's in, it's important we understand the things that go around us instead of being sleep, just with mm. entertainment and things. And uh, mm. personally, I believe that the reason that a lot of people spend their money on things they don't need in entertainment mm-hmm. is to is to, is to for, it's trying to hide the pain or or the press mm-hmm. that we have psychologically dealing with us. So we need things to make us feel good about ourselves and uh, mm-hmm. make us feel valuable. Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny that we reach out to artificial things to make us feel that way when we ourselves should make each other feel that way. You feel me? Uh, but we're but we're so busy so busy exerting anger and hatred out on each other. That's why we can't get that connection, that healing connection uh, of us. And so they provide us with artificial things that are designed to break down, to cause you to go within your pocket to continue to buy. You know, um, it's funny, man. It's every year they come out with another phone. It's like, dude, you're just making a phone call, dude. You don't pay a thought. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, they standing in line and knocking folk in the head for that stuff. And maybe because I'm old. And I'm like, we're only making a phone call, bro. <laughs> you're spending all your money out on that. It's funny to me. Funny. Yeah. yeah, it's funny and kind of sad. It's like something wrong with us. I uh, mean, it's, it's that point that we, we, our ego, and our ego, we gotta have it. We feel like we have to feel like you know, it's always gonna be something that that you gonna feel like you gotta have. If you don't have, uh, no inner peace and uh, and understanding who we are. We always gonna feel like we need this, need that, need this, and and we indulge in it so much, and, mm. and we we'll, we'll, some people are during their sacrifice their life just like for a chicken sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was wow. That's deep. That tells you a lot. Or a pair of sneakers. Wow. Yeah, chicken that three nine nine chicken sounds did it. <laughs> that cost you your life. Cost you your life, brother. You mess around and dish for my three ninety nine chicken sandwich. You got to go, dog. I'm like, really? Yeah, and the, and the chicken. You can tell the chicken on steroids, big time. Yeah, yeah. You know what? My mother told me this one day. She said, uh, Christopher. She said, I mean, she had come come up to New York and bought some chicken or whatever. She said. Am I growing up, Christopher? Wasn't no chicken around that big. Chickens don't be that big. And I'm like, yeah, well, damn, that's kind of true. You know what I'm saying? If you see a chicken out naturally, that leg ain't as big as what I bought at the store. It's like a damn turkey leg, you know? So it obviously it is what they're putting in it. And, uh, and you have to ask yourself why. Why? Hmm. That's a yeah, question. and, That's and a what they're question. feeding the chicken. I bought chicken and I stopped by it. I noticed they had an, uh, 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 I tried, I tried, I'm weeding myself a chicken ain't hard because I don't like the smell of it anymore. The smell of that store bought chicken don't smell right. And uh, not only don't smell right, it don't cook all the way through. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm vegetarian now. I changed my diet, brother. They ain't going to get me. They ain't going to get me, bro. They ain't going to get me. I, I do like I dry beans, you know, like it's just raw. Bean, you pick it off the tree, put it in the packet. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? I still got to wash that off. Exactly. But all that other stuff, man. Nah, man. You know, you you've got diabetes on the rise, hypertension on the rise, um, uh, all, you know, heart disease on the rise, autism on the rise. I mean, it's just crazy. Me growing up, mm. our friends, man, we just had a good time. Very rarely did we have all these diseases that we have today. You got to be I careful. Feel sorry for young. You got to be careful with the lettuce you eat, too, now. The Roman lettuce, they had two recalls already in one year. They did, bro. Everybody And that's You better start growing your own vegetable now because what they're putting on the vegetable and how people handling it is not good. I say well, you, you know what? I don't, I, don't even, uh, I don't even eat that. I have a, uh, a green summit, which is spirulina. You know, mm-hmm. I train people. And, and that is the most nutriently dense food that you could consume has everything in it times 10 from the, you know, and, and so I use that because every day 
there's something that's recalled. E. coli, B. coli, extra stoli. You know, I don't even, I'm just like, what? Can I, I and that, what's, that, what's, what's the other kind of Listerine? What's that now? It's kind of Listerine. Listerine, they say. Where is Listerine. Listerine? It's some kind of strain. Now I can't even pronounce it. It's <laughs> a, it kind of all those Listerine, Listerine. I, I can't even pronounce yeah. it. I can't pronounce I it. I've never heard of it. I just, I just call it Listerine. It's yeah. Listerine <laughs> all on it. You got to put. People you licking your ice cream me. now. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny, dog. Yeah. We laugh. It's we scary. laugh, but it's scary, man. Yeah. It's scary, man, because people are dying. Now, let me, and, you know, people are dying. And just let's say, for example, you know, the cheese company said, well, okay, well, we're going to put a label on saying that cheese is a carcinogenic. And it causes cancer. All right. So that means it's something that's causing cancer. That means people catch cancer and they die. For me, you're responsible for that. Right? You know it's a carcinogenic. And people die. You should be punished for that. But they don't be. But you can get a brother out here with a 20-pound of weed, a 20-bag, you know, $20 bag of weed. He's doing five years. Now, it's different now, but think about it. I think it's 20 they now. <laughs> it ain't kill nobody. <laughs> They kill nobody. We they never kill nobody. <laughs> they killing people every day, and I mean every day. And they just go, my friend, go, oh my bad. So it's important that we understand, and the people that I train or work with in terms of my health program, and wellness program, it's about listen. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. You know, you're you're out there you know the internet is going to give you the bad as well as the good just look for the good what is the best thing to eat and how can you protect yourself and, and what you're eating is it building your immune system so that this listerine get on your ass you know we can fight it <laughs> you don't want listerine either that takes yeah, the- all of them so yeah, it's our responsibility, man. We got to wake up, you know, Andrew. We have to wake up. Do you know? Do you know? I strained this in life, and I and I, and, and I didn't notice. Like, how I, I, I knew it, but I didn't know it was my teenage year, and this is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Toothpaste <laughs> poisonous, <laughs> and people and they said, "Don't swallow." You know, there's no way you can brush your teeth without swallowing some toothpaste. Because you know, once you get things on your tongue or under your tongue, it all may go into your blood. That's right. And they got Listen warnings that. on your toothpaste, and you don't think about. We never thought about toothpaste maybe causing cancer at all. Good point, bro. Good point. If you took fluoride and poured it in the ocean, the fish would come up floating. And who do they promote that that to mostly is the children. Got SpongeBob all on there, full of fluoride. Da 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 da. And you're right, because I'm taking these O drops, which is like pure oxygen, these drops, and they're saying for it to get quicker into your bloodstream, uh use uh, uh place it sublingually up under your tongue, it goes into the your bloodstream quicker. So when you're brushing your teeth, where's all that toothpaste sitting? Right up under your tongue, going right into you. Fluoride. And they use fluoride in rat poison. So people are so trained. People are so brainwashed that even though you can tell them that, they still wouldn't change. So I don't use that toothpaste anymore. I use a charcoal base. 
uh, toothpaste because it whitens your teeth or whatever. Got to keep the chompers looking white. But once I learned that, I was like, hey, I'm not going to use that toothpaste. Now that I know, I'm not going to do it. But a lot of people are not like that. And that disease, and I call it a disease, is called cognitive dissonance. Even though the truth can be right there in front of you, man, you, you're still not going to see it. And they count on people that have that particular disease to continue what they they need to do. Yeah, I read a book with Dr. Joy, and she's talking about, uh, she, I can't pronounce that word. Uh, why you say that word? Cost, why you say it? Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, constant. Just not to, I'm about to work on that. Saying that Cognitive. Cognitive. That's funny. She said that yeah. in the book because it's, a, it's, a, it's a serious meaning behind it. It does. It it's does. A long word it with is. a serious meaning behind it. You got to study that stuff. You know, you I mean, it's not, it's not technicals with it, what you think, once you know to understand what, it, what the word means. But it's a long word with a very important yeah. meaning. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a very profound word because if you think about it, you you know that you, you don't want to be like that. You can save your life by not being like that. <laughs> so that's <laughs> interesting, interesting. It is. I like how you just you. I call you fam though because you just like fam. When when, when I react, I always call you fam, sir. Because certain people when I interact with, they just feel like family. We are family. I call you family all the time. A lot of people don't understand it. Uh, I don't call everybody family. <laughs> just the people I have likeness with. You know, people I, can, I feel uh, you. you know, I'm saying people I can uh, relate to. Um, well, thank in a you. Profound way, and I think that you know, I, you know. So, actually, like you always talk, you, you know, you know, hard to reach, and you don't put yourself above no one, and, and uh, that's very rare. I don't see how I could, man. To be honest with you, I don't see how other people do because. Um, we all end up in the grave, you know, we all eat, we all go. I, that mentality has always um, baffled me, you know. It's like, how do you think you're above somebody else, you know? But they do. And, and, and the only reason that because that makes them that makes them feel special. They do that because it makes them feel special. But at the end of the day, you ain't that special over me or I'm not this special over you. Right. I tell you one thing, if you saw the last letter from Steve Jobs, he said he had all the money in the world, man, all the money in the world, and he wasn't happy. And if he could do it all over again, he wished he was able to share and show a little bit more love, whether it's to his family, whatever. But it was a very profound letter. Look it up. The last letter of Steve yes. Jobs. I've, I've heard that on, on the Willie D uh, live program, he read the letter. Another lady also said that uh, that passed, uh, she was a, a blogger, a black lady. I shared the she video yeah. last year in 2018. She said basically the same thing, but she was based on her thing. She said, I got a car I can't do nothing with. I got That's all right. this and this and none of that means anything. When you and she was her. beautiful too. She really was. She was no joke, boy. And, she uh, was. She was. But she, I posted she, it on my page too. Yeah, yeah I shared that. It's it's different. Found you see in the hospital bed, telling you, you know, work on relationships and loving people is more important because all that stuff right. can't, can't. I can't do nothing with that car. Not can't do a damn thing with it. Do, and these do things can't do nothing these, for none of that stuff. No material things do nothing for you. Money can't either. No, when you're lying, no, I call death. No. To me, it's like the equalizer. You don't know your education mean anything. Cause nobody gonna really marry you. Think about you until your maybe your birthday right around when you pass anyway. You know you be just a thought, but people may think about you know when the holidays come or birthday come. Other than that, people gonna keep living their lives no matter and, and no matter how much money you have or 
how well educated you think you are and how many women you have, you got to think. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean a damn thing, man. It doesn't mean a damn thing. Coming into this world is to leave something because you're not taking anything out. And uh, it seems to me, it's almost as if you, you've come to share a gift that you're bringing, whatever that is. And everyone has something special in them um, uh, that they are to share with the world and give to the world because you ain't taking anything out. And so, um, yeah, just, it's like, you know, you think you're all that because you got a jag, but then when you come down with uterine cancer or prostate cancer and you block down and you got, you only got six months to live, man, you ain't thinking about that jag, man, you ain't thinking about, you know, and then what you said was very true too. And then when you gone, people ain't thinking about you. You know what I mean? They go on with their lives, man. Prince died. That was, I mean, I could. Prince died, man. That's like, wow, Michael Jackson, you know, dead, man, under the ground or whatever. But I, I listen to his music or something like that, but I didn't think about Michael no more. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's a special, not in a it's negative a special, way. Yeah, not negative. Yeah, in that At the end of the day, we all can live our lives. It's just, the only time you think about it is when certain events come, maybe it's his birthday or maybe the, the day That's he right. died, then you remember That's him, right. then you get him, you know, uh, you know, thankful for the gift he left behind, which is music. And other things too, he have done. They don't really talk about besides music. When black people get famous, they do more than just with their craft. You know, I'm sure Michael Jackson donated money to a lot of people and causes they don't want to talk sure. about. <clears throat> but the only time they think about is when those type of things rolls around, and all of a sudden, you know, like like somebody said, you know, it's amazing when people die. All of a sudden, they're the greatest. They're the wonderful. Nobody respects them when they hear. While they were here, oh, that's a good point. Absolutely, man. We give accolades and love and and, and what up to the living. And uh, and then we all end up there, you know. We all end up there, and all that you gain, which you try to hoard, goes to someone else. Yeah, right. I mean, all of that money is going to go to somebody else. All of that it just gets spread out. So spread it out, man, while you're alive, man, and let the people, that people that you're around, or the or your fellow citizens or human beings, can live a life that's that has some meaning you know, that has some meaning and some comfort while, during their short period of time of being here. And that's not what we think about. We only think about, I got to get mine. I've heard that from so many people. I got to get mine, Chris. I got to get it. And I'm like, you know, I understand. But uh, at the end of the day, the world is on fire and people are suffering terribly, terribly, man. We've got... We've got kids living in, uh, uh, what do they call it, death camps almost like, you know, down on the border. You know, they just saw that. I'm, I'm sure you saw it too where they got a brother that's strewn out on the floor dead. You know, and uh, how long has that been going on? People ain't doing It's crazy, man. This world is crazy. So you're either going to be on the side of the problem or the side of the solution. And I just want to be on the side of the solution. So, yes, sir. Uh, another thing I want to talk about uh, before we mm. head off, and I don't want to hold you too long, and I, you drop a lot of wisdom and knowledge, and uh, people get to see who you really are as a person, and you're very down to earth. Um, as far as health goes, you know, you're talking about cooking. You had, uh, I can't remember the lady's name, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it really, but you know, you produce a cooking show for you, you make people's dreams really come true. Um, how long will that? Is that another season come up? What's the name of this, the cooking show with the lady? Uh, 
you know that that's another scenario. That's mm-hmm. another scenario. And uh, yeah, um, I had her lose a lot of weight, and you know that at one point she was lame, and next thing you know she's running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Changed a lot. Uh, but I'm working on another show that's going along with the program at my HBCUs, um, which is a cooking show. And, um, yeah, that's being worked on presently. Just waiting for them to sign off on it. Yeah. That's what's up. Is it like with the yeah. same lady in it? She gonna be? No, it's a different, it's a different star. Oh, okay. Chef Boy out of uh, Atlanta and uh, New York. Yes, sir. I'll be looking forward for that. So it's gonna be another cooking show, going to the next level, huh? Doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's interesting. It's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about it, and you follow me, so you'll know. So. Yeah, you know. I know you can't say a lot now. I know, I know how things is when you're doing things in process, and there's something yeah. you can't talk about right away too. It right. To, comes to existence, you know. what I'm saying come to play, so I know how that works. I understand that. Right. But I'm glad you yeah. did give me the heads up on it, though. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it's um, like I say, this thing I'm developing for HBCUs around the country is uh, it's called Ignite the Flame, and uh, it's very exciting, very exciting. So I want to start out with Grambling State University. So you know they love the idea, love the program. So now it's just a matter of um, you know, just a little little things that need to be signed off on. So we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, see how yeah. it goes. I appreciate as long as the that. intention is good. See, my thing is about the intention. Right. You know what I mean? Everything might not work out because it might not be for that moment. Right. But if your intention is good, then it works out the way it's supposed to work out in the end, and that's all that should matter. If your intention is bad, then it never works out. People are going to understand that. I, I do. All money, that's certain to say, all money ain't necessarily good money. <laughs> all money ain't good money. You right. know if, yeah. yeah, intentions makes a difference because it reflects who you are as a person. If if people's intentions is not right, nothing's going to last long anyway. You don't want um that's that the hidden. That's the hidden part, you know, and that's why they say, you know, God knows what you're going to do before you do it, and that's because he's able to read your intention. That intention is silent. You know what I'm saying? action is is the after effect um and a lot of times it doesn't the action a lot of times might not reflect what the intention is that's just interesting it's something i'm still just trying to ponder about it is true uh, yeah the intention is what because you can intend to say well i'm going to hurt him but my action is trying to convince you i'm with you Mm. you know what i'm saying but deep down inside i'm like i'm about to get you though you know what i'm saying yeah and that's it's, the true you. Yeah, it's kind of like people don't show their real thing. That's why I say you got. That's when you got to have someone you call discernment. <clears throat> you have to have a lot right. of people don't have discernment. That's just, a lot of people in them bad relationship don't have discernment what a person's intentions are. Um, like I can give you an example. Like if you say like um, some people with you for the ride, but you don't understand everybody most. Some people there to go to a certain point to get what they want. Are you know that's right. I mean. But you understand what, what what benefit they trying to get out of. Once they get they what they trying to get out of, that may leave you high and dry. Oh <laughs> you know my god! Saying? Yeah, <laughs> and especially at my point, I'm I'm single, mm-hmm. but you know a lot of times it's difficult for me to get in a relationship. Almost, oh, I think I'm almost retired. But you never know. They just think about oh, you know, Raven Simone, this and that, and this and that. And that's good. you know what I mean. So yeah. you never know what somebody's that. intention is. You know, it's like you want to go to the jungle, find you a jungle woman. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, somebody, you somebody, yeah, somebody don't want you for your afro. status. Yeah, they don't want you for your status in your pockets. Eating coconuts and bananas and beautiful. They don't know who you are. It's all good. What's happening, Mabutu? Hey, Chris, Mabutu. Don't got a TV? Hey, don't got a TV? That's right. I can trust him, too. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know who you is. They don't know. They ain't seen TV. They heard the cops. Yeah. That's real, though. I understand that is because you don't feel like you're being used. Nobody wants to feel like they're being used. Or you just nah, there for the moment. And nobody, yeah. that's, a, that's a terrible feeling. You know, yeah. that happened a lot in relationships. A lot of that. A lot of people really tell for what that person can do for them, but not what they can do for their person. <clears throat> you, you know, know. and yeah, true. Yeah. And yeah, I'm glad you kept me up with that, man. <clears throat> I'm really glad. Um, yeah, man. Uh, matter of fact, I know you don't probably don't got no more of them, them, them uh, dreams or big cars, do you? I made one for a souvenir. I don't got had no money. Oh, I don't got no, no money. I just want the car. <laughs> I feel you, man. You know, I don't want the car for souvenir because I, I, I want to collect it because I think there's a, I think in life when we do certain things, that believe it may seem small, but it's very big because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a step in life. I think because I know that to me, I look at the dream car is the next step to that uh, veterans um, thing that you got. And that's and, and it started, you know, you gotta look at the process. It went from one thing to a small thing to a bigger thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the thing that we're doing with the veteran village, tiny houses for our homeless veterans, is that, you know, uh everybody's seeing me do it from the initial thought and and to see it manifest into reality and how it's building and along with my partners, Sharif Sharice and uh Sharon and uh Ike and Tracy and these people that are just getting involved, giving up their time to help this dream come into reality. And, you know, to me, man, it's, it's, I think this project would be the greatest thing I've, I've ever created. Um, just out of nothing, you know, although you, that can't ever happen out of nothing. It is. Is something crazy. can never come out of nothing, but I, that's another I, story. I, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, it, it can, but it, it actually, it is, but it ain't, it is coming from a, I know it's. I know it sounds. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you're saying, though. It's coming from, mm. and it's kind of like from a invisible place to a visible place. To, to be, right. You, you see it in your mind, <clears throat> but you bring it out to the manifestation. So it, mm-hmm. I, it, I understand what you're saying. For it. it is, it is something, but it ain't something. It's all. It's both the same thing. It is, but it ain't. Mm-hmm. You know, which I you can't, just because you can't see it, don't mean it don't exist. Right. And actually, the reality is more so in the unseen than the seen. Exactly, and that's, that's okay. pretty deep for some people. <laughs> yeah, that'll make no sense. Yeah. It does, but it don't. Right. right, I understand right. where you're coming from. So yeah, it, okay. it did come from a place, and it's coming to a reality of, or what they church called the manifestation. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> know, let me just give you an example. Let me just give you an example. We don't have to get that deep, and I do right. this when I speak on it. When the dinosaurs was roaming the earth, the cell phone was in the earth. Do you understand? The cell phone was in on the earth millions of years ago because this, because all of the material needed to build that cell phone is in the earth. What brought it forth was a thought. You understand? Everything that comes, comes from a thought. And once the thought is conceived, thus then can it be achieved. So that's why any that's why they say everything is po- anything is possible 
It's just where you are in your consciousness because thoughts create things. The voice helps manifest it. The actions help create it. So it's thought, words, and actions equals creation. There you go. Yeah, there you got it. So, yeah, that's the simplest, easy way for people to understand. I like that. Not that, uh, I like that mathematics better. <laughs> mm, I feel you. Mm. <laughs> Good mathematics. You put those mm. together, you get an equal product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. So, um, yeah, um, I don't think I have really any more questions for you, really. Because My man. I already know My you. We, we went from front to back to cover and. We're back to you already updated something to what's going on now. So I think we did a good backdrop story between from your daughter and up to now. And so it's pretty much covered everything. We did it up with an hour. And um listen, I appreciate and I appreciate you coming on and people hear your voice that should be good enough for them. If they don't want to see you, they can go to YouTube or it might not. Facebook. Who hey, cares? Bro. I tell you one that it's the it's the word, it's the word they need to receive. <laughs> <laughs> They can go on your Facebook page and see if they want to see that bait. <laughs> oh my God. Some Am I right? Like, I don't give a damn about him. And and I understand it. But, so it's all good, man. You know, I did yeah. this for you. I know yeah. that you've been wanting yeah. to interview me yeah. for a while and yeah. just things have been crazy. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate what you do and I appreciate your friendship. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep it moving and uh, keep going, growing. And, right. and and I wish you the best of luck, of success, and, and much peace in your life. Same to you and your family, man. Same to you. <clears throat> Same to you, man. Uh, yes, sir. Same to you. And I want to talk to you later after I get off this thing. It ain't going to be real brief because I don't want to put it on her display because it ain't thinking for everybody. <laughs> it's going to be real okay, brief. My but we, I really appreciate you coming on to show your journey. This is what y'all looking at, your journey, if I didn't say it at the beginning. But thank y'all um, to listen to uh, Christopher Pyramid on your journey. And thank y'all for tuning in and click subscribe. And I will put all his information, Facebook, Instagram, all the platforms he has so you can reach out to him and follow him Facebook as well. Facebook is all I have, man. Facebook, okay. I can't keep up with all that. Okay. Some young people, I spend half my damn day telling me, let me go to Instagram now. Let me <laughs> jump back on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Now, wait a minute. Facebook didn't have that. Let me jump back on Instagram. Yes. Man, I've been Facebook <laughs> Well, I want that. If y'all want to see some pictures, he do got some pictures on Facebook for all y'all women. He oh, my- why you want to say that, bro? Now, see, now, hold on. <laughs> hey, listen, oh, you know, yeah, listen, no. listen, now he's showing, he's showing his workout transformation. So if y'all weren't men and women want to lose weight, he'll show you how to lose weight. You might not want to eat like that, but that's what you got to do, lose weight. <laughs> right, listen, man, I just try to inspire and motivate yeah. the, the masses. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I was just playing with you. <laughs> I'm just having fun with you. I'm gonna have oh, fun God. with you, man. I was fun. Right. But listen, thank y'all for tuning in. Anything you'd like to say to the audience before we leave? Hey, man, you know what? Um, you know, just go into your heart. Your truth is in your heart. And uh, just stay within yourself because the outside is an illusion and people are there to deceive you. The world is out to deceive you. And uh, the truth is in your heart. So, you know, just go back to your heart. And I love you. That's the best I can say. All right. Thank you. And thank y'all for tuning in. And we're going to end this program. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.